Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Inside the Studio on iHeartRadio. My name is Jordan Runtog, but enough about me. Now, this is going to be one of the most unique introductions to this show because this is one of the most unique guests we've had on this show. He's got brains and musical brilliance. He started making waves as an undergrad at Duke University before breaking out with hits like Cooler Than Me, Please Don't Go, and I Took a Pill in Ibiza. He also made a name for himself as a songwriter for hire, co-writing smashes for the likes of Justin Bieber and Maroon 5. The back-to-back deaths of his father and his friend Avicii led him to take stock and reevaluate his life. In 2019, he put his career on hold to walk across the country. The 3,000-mile journey took 186 days, and that doesn't include the few weeks spent recovering from a rattlesnake bite that almost killed him. The literal journey had a marked effect on his musical one. In December, he dropped Operation Wake Up, a rap opera concept album about a superstar songwriter in the midst of a nervous breakdown. But now he's back, and he's all about the positive. His new single, Mama Always Told Me, is a joyful burst of energy in an uncertain time. I'm so happy to welcome Mike Posner. What up, though? Mike, thank you so much for taking the time today. Your new song, Mama Always Told Me, it's a blast of positivity in a really scary and uncertain time. And you said you wrote this track a ways back. What made you decide that the time was right right now for it? Oh, man. I, I love albums, Jordan. You know, I make albums. Like, I, I know no one listens to them. So I make, a, I'm, I'm a, I make an archaic art form. I'm in love with it. Uh, but, you know, a part of making albums is... I, real albums for example when i finish the songs i have at least three months more work to figure out the order of the songs and the 
transitions between them all, etc. So a part of making real albums is sometimes you got to make a real tough decision and go, this is a great song, but it doesn't belong in this album. It doesn't fit. And so I made a lot of those decisions over the last five, ten years. And sometimes you got some just great songs that they'll fit on your album. And this this is one of those songs that just didn't fit on a real good kid, didn't fit on Keep Going or Operation Wake Up, but always loved this song. Always made me want to dance. So here it is. Oh, I totally agree. It's so uplifting and fun. And when I first heard it, I thought I heard tinges of Maroon 5. And then lo and behold, Maroon 5's guitarist, James Valentine's on ear. the track. How did he get involved? That's I know you ear. guys go way back to, to you co-writing Sugar. How did he get involved with uh, the track? James has been a friend. Who introduced me to James? I don't know how I met James. I thank God I did. I really like him. We He came over my house and he worked on my album At Night Alone, which is the album that had I Took a Pill and Biza on it. And James and I wrote a song together called One Hell of a Song. That was the first thing we did together. And just love each other, man. Just became friends. And, um, you know, this song... Mom always told me that that's out now. It's really a product of this house. This house that I used to rent in Venice is a kind of kooky house. It's like a hundred years old. And it's in Venice, a bike ride away from the beach, from the Pacific Ocean. And it became kind of a hangout house one summer. James would come over. Adam Friedman lived down the street, come over all the time. He's one of my favorite producers. And Pete Kuzma, Jacob Sesney. We all just come over, hang out, we meditate, we we make music, we go see the sunset, you know, it's a lot of time we take a dip in the ocean. And one day James was over and he just picked up the guitar, he started playing this riff. I just started hearing the melodies and the Stanage came over, sang on it, did some lyrics on it. James went outside, took a break. He saw her, his friend Kate, who was apparently was my neighbor, and he said, "Come on over." Her and her friend came over. They end up singing on the hook. You know, it's a group vocal. Take care of yo. So that's just how it happened. It's just a product of product of our friendships. You know, all these people that love each other. You know, we just made this one day, and I love it, man. I love this song. I love the chorus. I mean, the positive message is just laid right out there. I mean, live your life, shine your light. Are those things that your mother would actually say to you? Tell me about her. Uh, maybe not exactly in those words. Uh, she might not rhyme when she said, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, basically, I'm thinking my mom is a my mom is a Detroit hard rock. You know, she's she's somebody. Who, like got it out of the mud you know didn't have a lot of opportunity basically working two three jobs during college put herself through pharmacy school owned her own pharmacy in detroit i mean my mom she's amazing man my mom is amazing i thought it was really cool because it 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 highlights the struggles of, of people who are sort of dealing with, with anxiety and depression and mental illness. And I think that's so important to talk about after the year that we've had. I mean, the pandemic has been deadly, not just because of the virus, but also with those struggling with, with anxiety and depression and substance abuse issues. And I thought that was a, a really cool comment on that. How did that project come together for you? Operation Wake Up, actually another old project. I made it right after I made At Night Alone. I made it, my dad was sick, so I was living back in Detroit. I made it in their basement, the basement I grew up in. Just in two weeks, I had this wild idea. 
of of making an album that was a fictional story through a day of my life. All the songs connect, and it was a real challenge as a writer. You know, I'm a writer. I think that's the thing most people don't realize. Like, I spend most of my time alone in rooms, writing. You know, and so it was a real challenge for me as a writer. Can can I pull off an album that's musical, has choruses and and pre-choruses, and all these things? And still, it sounds good, but have it have a narrative arc from beginning, middle, end, and in about forty minutes. And it's just a wildly dark, ridiculous, weird, twisted project. It's all fiction, which is maybe more disturbing that I was able to make make that stuff up. But yeah, man, I was re- really proud of the writing. But you know, it's just so dark. You know, we won't give away the ending, but it's just really dark project, and I wasn't sure I wanted to put it out. And I just realized, you know, my, my job is not to curate myself. I am who I am, and it's certainly a hell of a lot of darkness in, in me in my life. There's also a lot of light, too, you know, that's part of me. So I'm not supposed to write all these songs and then just only put out the happy ones. I'm supposed to put out both. Werner Herzog said, the poet must not avert his eyes. What's that mean? That means that if you're a real poet... You look at what's beautiful and you share what's beautiful and you help others to see what's beautiful about life and reality. But you're also very honest about what's ghastly and disgusting and horrible about life because both those things are, are real. How has the, the last year changed you? It's been so transformative for all of us for so many different reasons. How is it? How has 2020 and now 2021 touched you? Probably in in really subtle ways I can't, uh, maybe even I don't really recognize, you know, all the normal things like, you know, you don't hug or touch as much. I think that affects all of us. I was a big hugger, all these things, you know, like to hug my friends and my, my family and whatnot. But so it's just in those obvious ways. But, you know, I think I've been really blessed that. I, I kind of stopped touring a few years ago. You know, I walked across America in 2019. I live in the mountains now. I'm climbing a lot of mountains. So in, in many ways, you know, the pandemic hasn't affected my lifestyle that much. In addition, as I touched on before, I spent a lot of time alone in my life. So it's not that I've sort of been in training for this in, in some respects. Uh, so I'm pretty lucky, pretty blessed. I get to spend a lot of time outside doing stuff. I'm definitely not locked up inside a room um, like some of my friends are in L.A. Yeah, man, I got, I got no complaints. I'm just trying to, you know keep moving my life forward, become somebody I'm proud of. That's it, you know? So whether there's a pandemic going on or not, that doesn't change. I'm still every day working towards my goals. And Where a, a lot of people are making sourdough bread and uh, and banana bread. You you climbed no, K2. No, 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 no. I just went to base camp. Oh, you went to base yeah, camp. Yeah, Excuse yeah, me, yeah, went to yeah, base yeah. camp at K2. Which is still incredibly impressive and cool, though. What, tell, me, tell me more about that experience for you. It is a very cool experience for me. I, I probably will never climb K2. It's much too dangerous, I think, you know, where my personal risk assessment is for myself. Uh, too risky for me, especially where my skill set is now. But uh, it was cool. I was around, you know, nobody had climbed K2 in the winter before. I was around some of the best climbers in the world and the most beautiful mountains in the world. I was there three days. Uh, it was also like r- really, really horrible, really tragic. You know, five of the people that I met was there with, uh, they died. So it's just really messed up, you know. Obviously, they're doing something 
really dangerous, but still like really sad. No matter what way way you cut it, man. So my love, my heart just goes out to their families and stuff. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Something that you do that just I think is just so inspiring is that you, you are always challenging yourself and pushing yourself. And, I mean, your walk across the country is, is just so incredibly inspiring. I'm sure you're sick of talking about it, but it, it's so touching to so many, myself included. And I think it's it's so important to say that, you know, it's easy for a lot of people to think, oh, well, you know, he he's in shape. He, it, it must, he makes it look so easy. It must be easy for him. He must wake up at four in the morning and feel rare and ready to go. And I think it's important to say, I imagine it, it wasn't easy for you. It must have been hard every single day. And I think that's important for people to know that, that you know, if you can do it, they can do it too. It's horrible. It was horrible. 
you know, and people love to give themselves excuse or a way out. So they put labels on other people, say he's different. You know, biggest one out here is, oh, you, you, you're rich. It must be nice for you to walk across America. I want to do that something, but you're rich. I could never do that. I'm just like, it made me laugh so hard because, you know, it's a real small community of people that walk or run across America. They estimate about 10 to 15 people do it every year. And it's a small amount. It's a small group. So you, you find out about each other, you know. So I was in contact with seven, eight people that were running or walking the same time as me. We all try to kind of support each other, send each other positive messages, etc., None of those people were rich, man. Those people had no money. It didn't take any money to walk across America. It's very easy for us to, to make excuses for ourselves. I'm not saying your goal should be to walk across America because it shouldn't be unless that's your goal. But the thought pattern of it must be easy for him or it must be easy for him or her, that's poison. You should never think that. You should never think that. Because what you should think is exactly what you said. Oh, they did that? That's possible. I could do it too. They are a man or a woman or whatever the pronoun is. Just like me. You know, they got blood just like me and a human. And so if they could do it, I can't too. That's a healthier way of thinking. You take a take a hard look at your reasons, man. Take a hard look at your reasons. Because nine times out of ten, our reasons are, are excuses. Wearing pretty clothes. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's your mantra. Keep going. That applies to anyone, no matter what you're doing. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. I mean, I, I imagine you can't be the same having done something so just so transformative of, of walking across the entire continent. How how has that changed your perspective on everyday life now that you've that now that you've had what about a year and a half to get reacclimated? Like, how did that experience change your your outlook to, to sort of your normal everyday life? I never reacclimated. I had no interest yeah. in going back. Like it wasn't, I, I didn't go on vacation and I'm going back. To, like I, I didn't have a house, you know, I wasn't going back to anything. I was just moving forward and I'm still moving forward. In a lot of ways, I'm still on the walk. I never went, I never went to a house and unpacked my stuff. I started climbing mountains two weeks later. That's what I'm working on now. And I just go, just, I just keep going forward. In fact, you know, the mo- the most important day, I think, after you, the most important day during like the goal of the project, I think is the day after, day after. What are you going to do the day after? You're going to, you're going to go party with your friends. You're going to get messed up. I wanted my body and my mind, my spirit to know when I was walking across America that I was not done. So I jumped in the Atlantic Ocean. My my walk was over, but I, I was not over. I was not done. So, you know, as you imagine, my body was pretty messed up at the time. My feet really, really hurt. I stand up like I'm 80 years old. Like it, it hurt. And, you know, it's 2,851 miles. The same motion. It, it hurt. But what I did was I had a, bo- a little boxing gym. Little hardcore boxing gym called CMC Boxing in Venice. It's not like soccer mom gym. This is like a gym. They play Black Sabbath. You walk in, you're gonna get work. And I called Mark, Coach Marcelo. I said, "Look, I know this might sound crazy, but can you meet me there at four thirty a.m. tomorrow?" He said, "Yes, boxer, I can." So the next day, I was at that gym four thirty. I just need needed to let myself know you're not done. You're not done. Like Rocky. And so I just moved moving forward. 
And, and but to answer your question, man, like what what did it change for me? Because that's really the <laughs> essence of your question. I I kind of made it a separate point. I apologize for that, but the thing I take with me is is I did something hard. I did something hard. You get you get good at doing hard things, and you have courage to do more hard things by doing hard things. Period. So I did other hard things before that incrementally. Built till I get harder. So if I have a big goal now or some crazy, not crazy, but something I want to do that maybe other people think is crazy, oh, I know I could do it. I know it's not going to be easy, but I, but I know it's going to be hard, but that's what I do. I do hard things. So that's, that's, that's the gift I get from it. No one understand that. It's not an outside trophy. That's an inside trophy, internal trophy. Well, you're, you're pushing yourself physically walking across the country and climbing mountains. You're pushing yourself musically with writing big, longer narrative pieces like Operation Wake Up. How are you pushing yourself now? What's what's next for you? I haven't announced my next sort of like big, uh, it's big to me. I don't know if it's big to you. Know, big uh, <laughs> athletic project I'm working on. I started working on training for it about a year ago. Like I said, two weeks after my walk. So I'll be announcing that soon. I'm really excited to kind of like tell everyone what I've been working on. And then as far as music, that's constant. That's constant, just digging deeper and deeper as a human, increasing your, my skills, you know, because I'm somebody, I have, a, I have a hip-hop background. I started rapping when I was and writing my own songs and I started making beats when I was, I think, 12 or 13. I didn't start singing till I was 20. I didn't start playing guitar till I was 24. I started playing piano really till I was 24. So I'm just increasing my skills, learning about music theory. Just, just, just all these kind of things you, you practice and they add more colors to your palette. So when I sit down to paint, metaphorically speaking, when I sit down to paint, I can do more things now. So many more things than I could when I was you know, 15. It's just how deep can you go? How, how, how beautiful of a piece of art can you make? You know, just trying to make, make beautiful things really musically, but it's all tied. It's all, it's all one thing, you know, whether I go to the top of the mountain or I walk across America and I'm listening to the birds in Illinois and recording them on my iPhone or, you know, all, all these things, it change who you are, change the place where you, that you write from. And change the artist you are. So it's, they all mix together. Yeah, you know, the sort of projects outside the studio and inside. Was there a moment when you knew that, that music would be such a huge part of your life and would be such a huge part of your gift to, to the world? Yeah, there was a moment, I think we were in seventh or eighth grade. And I was with my, my homies, Aaron Webster and uh, Ronnie Posey, rest in peace. And... We had to start. We said we we're going to freestyle tonight, you know. So we had heard about rapping, freestyling and stuff. Like, I don't know where for a TV and whatnot. And so we but we all we all found, like, little albums and stuff that had instrumental sections to them that we could rap to. Put them on. And we start rap, trying to make up the things as we go, freestyling. And I remember they sort we did it, and they sort of felt like that was fun. That was cool. And I remember this feeling like I'm gonna get great at that. I'm never gonna. I'm not gonna stop doing. I'm gonna get really good at that. And that's. I never stopped. I'm still doing it. That was probably 18 years ago. <laughs> still doing it. 
I'm always curious with people who are, are able and sort of blessed with the ability to, to write music. What do you do when you're sitting down to write and it's just not happening? Like you're, you know, you're, you're on your metaphorical walk and you're, you're, you take a stumble and you just, you, you, how do you, do you just try to press forward through sheer force of creative will? Do you take a step back and go meditate or go do something else and hope that that kind of primes your imagination, your creative pump? Like what do you do when you're having trouble finishing something? Well, that's two different things, finishing or starting. So, but but if you're mm. starting, I can always come up with something. But <laughs> most days, it's not something I actually like. <laughs> that's another thing people don't realize is like, I've made 11 albums, but that's only 10% of the music I made. That's like the 10% of the music I made that I actually like. The, the rest of it, I don't like that much. And so there's so much failure involved, man. So much failure, like... When you're trying to do something great by your own standards, great, like I'm not interested in anything good. I don't care about anything good, but most of the time when I sit down to write, it's just good. You know, it's just good. I don't care. And I failed. So anyway, that's that's not your question. Your question is what I do when I when you kind of feel blocked or you're just only coming up with good stuff and you don't really care. Or maybe it feels just like derivative of stuff you've already done. That happens a lot too. You're like, I already wrote this song. Like this is a this is part a version this is like a worse version of something I've already done. So one thing I do is I change who I'm working with. If I'm working alone, which I do a lot, I might go right with my friend Adam, or I might go right with James Valentine. You know, or switch that up. That's one. That's like a that's an easy I think way. Bring some another human's energy into it. Or if it's the opposite, I'm working with somebody else and we feel stuck. I might go work alone. I might go work alone. The other thing is, man, I don't, I don't really, I don't, when you ask me when I sit down to write, I don't really sit down to write that much anymore. Maybe I should a little bit more, but I mostly wait till the thing just pop, starts talking to me and then I just repeat, repeat what it says, you know? That being said, there are many years where I wrote some, wrote, wrote a song every single day, you know, so you kind of get those 10,000 hours, but um, I don't know if that answers the question, bro. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. 
Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. It's funny. I mean, you were saying how, you know, you sometimes you sit down and you think, oh, I only write in something that's good. And I feel like that's what separates you from most people. Most people will be thrilled to sit down and write something that's just good. But you're, you're aiming for something better, you're aiming for something more. <laughs> no, I promise. It's just, look, it's not, that part I don't think is that special about me. It's just I've been doing this a long time. I, mean, I, start, I started writing when I was eight and I'm 33. So what, that's 25 years? crazy you know and most of the people i work with they don't write they're not gonna sit down and write something that hurts your ear you know or sounds like cacophony like we all like we're this is what we do for our job we're professionals so it's it's always good we're not writing like horrible stuff you know what i mean that's all it is so it's always listenable you know but it, it's not great most of the days you know and great is by definition rare so that's what that's what we're interested in Every day, and most days we f we fail, but you gotta keep keep showing up. You never know which day you're gonna write something great, man. All right, and another thing is, I'd rather have one great song than ten thousand good songs. Sometimes you gotta write ten thousand good songs to get one great one, though. <laughs> That's the rub. <laughs> You said when uh, when we first started talking that you're you're an albums guy. You work in, in albums. Do you, do you have any on the horizon that fans can look forward to in the uh, not too distant future? I think I'm actually gonna drop a little EP first, and the reason is that like sometimes yeah, you, you, like sometimes you gotta take songs off. So it's, you got some songs that just never fit on an album, but they're great, freaking great songs. You know, it's like you gotta share this stuff, I man. Can't just leave it on your laptop. Uh, and, but I am working. I'm always working on the next thing. I'm always working on the next thing. I'm old-fashioned, though, man. I'll sit there and write. I like to write a lot of songs first. Yeah, uh, Maybe for a year or two. Maybe for a year or two, you write, you write 50, 75 songs. And sit down. Sit down and pick the best 15. Finish those and produce those. And then... Pick the best 10 out of those, take, you know, and, and oh, so I'm, I'm still writing. I'm still writing for the next thing. But I, I got, I don't know, I've written maybe, I'm not sure. I haven't counted. Maybe 20 to 40 songs. I'm probably like 20, closer to 20 songs for the next actual album. And I like like six of them. I only like six of them. I think you're cool. So we'll see. We'll see. You guys gonna try to beat those, you know. This is this is the harvesting process. This is or the the, the culling process. The, everything it's growing now, and then we'll have the harvest soon. That's right. That's right. 
my my last question and my I've been asking everybody I've been talking to this and it's been so interesting to hear everybody's different takes on this. If you could snap your fingers and have everything go back to to normal, normal in quotes, whatever your definition of normal is, pre-pandemic, all that's out the window. Uh, what would be the first thing that you would do? Trips you would take, people you'd hug, restaurants you'd go to or something like that. I like to know one thing, man. I like to take a, I like to go to Moto Yoga on La Brea in L.A. I'll miss that place, but I don't even live in that city, so I'm not sure I would be there anyways. But I guess that's the number one thing, or that hot yoga class. I think that's the the first time we've heard a hot yoga. That's a good one. Are you getting a lot of I, song ideas and shavasana in there, man? I'll tell you what. We'll get you. We'll get you back there soon. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Oh man, Mike, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Oh man, you got it. Thank you for having me. Your answers. Thank you for being so just open and kind and generous with not only your music, but your spirit today. It was just so great talking to you. It really was a pleasure. Thank you. I uh, appreciate you, Jordan. I could tell you, I could tell uh, you take your job seriously. And I, I felt like you really seen like who, who I am. You under, took time to understand that. Yeah, it was a blessing to me, so I appreciate you, buddy. Oh, thank you. Right back at you, man. Well, you stay safe, and um, and you have a wonderful rest of your day. Keep going! Right, right back Keep at going. you, man. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Inside the Studio, a production of iHeartRadio. For more episodes of Inside the Studio or other fantastic shows, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.